Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I'm joined by my two currently regular players, James Bunkle and Paul Flinders. Say hello. 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 Ah, there we go. And <laughs> they are going to be reprising their roles as Rogar, the dragonborn paladin sorcerer. Also partially ghoul. And Varys, the half-elven eldritch knight. And very likely soon to be a smear. Yeah. I mean, I've had a little while to think about just how bad this situation is. And it's it's very bad. <laughs> so uh, this is our first recording session after the holidays. And... Uh, you know, I, I did my favorite DM thing over the holidays and just plan how all the characters are going to die. Yep. And Varys is going to be fun. Varys is probably going to be very quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So to segue that straight into the recap, last time on the show, you guys went out in search of the idol of Bookrug, having now figured out where you believed it to be inside the city palace. So after a, a good bit of subterfuge, you uh, disguised yourself as one of the shadow skeletons. You got in your wagon and you drove straight through the front door and went to the uh, body drop-off point. And Rogar picked up Meatbone, who pretended to be just a corpse, and you started uh, exploring and took a few, a few of those rare paladin spell slots, but you've actually managed to keep yourself pretty low-key. Um, you stumbled across a room that was interesting, to say the least. There seemed to be some horrifying monstrosity performing surgery on a dead ghoul. It turned out that the ghouls that had been once in this city as the uh, Legion invading were being turned into horrifying reanimated creatures. And Roga eventually found his way to a vault with a big, most open keyhole-type construction on the front of it. You don't have a key. You couldn't get in the vault. You cast a spell, and, well, you didn't see it, sense any idol of Bokrug. So you decided, let's get the fuck out of here. So you started to leave. You found an entrance that was a little less guarded. There were still two guards. Two of these uh, ghoul reanimated stood at the uh, entrance, but that's not too bad. There wasn't any patrols around at the moment. But it is on the other side of the palace. And you were currently stood out there trying to decide whether to climb up a sheer wall or not. Yep. As you do. <laughs> At the same time, a couple of hours had uh, gone by by this point, and Varys was, you know, he was getting a, an itchy trigger finger. He sat there wondering, is Rogar dead? Have they been captured? What's going on? What's happening? And there was only two wagons left. And you decided, fuck it, I'm going to try and make a break for it. I'm going to try hide. Erok. Well, he went along with it. You know, he trusted in you for a moment. He went out first, perfect stealth, got away, got round, just getting round the corner. And then Varys. Varys, Varys, Varys. The stealthiest boy in all the dreamlands. Absolutely. <laughs> Varys the ninja, they call him. Oh, definitely. You Basically, you're, you're just Batman, let's be honest. Absolutely, yeah. You got out from under the wagon, you rolled a natural one, fell on your face, a big clanking pile of metal and as you were pushing yourself back to the feet you noticed those those ghoulish reanimated were not happy 
and that's where we left off. Yeah. So, somewhat unsurprisingly, I want everyone to roll initiative. Yep. Question: Am I still rolling initiative or not? Well, yes. I think because of how I kind of see this playing out, it would be good to get you on the tracker. Okay. You don't know what's happening, obviously, at this point. All you know is, you know, you're continuing with the plan. You're yeah. you're stood on the other side of the building, which is a fair distance away, and well, something's going on on the other side, but you don't know. Okay. So I roll. But we'll put you in the tracker. Uh, Eighteen from Rogar. See, my reanimated got a 17. Jesus, good for them. You might not even get up off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Am I on my feet? Um, yeah, I'd say you were you're on your feet, you're stood yeah. up, but you're not at the corner that you were heading to. No, so I think the reanimated are around 60 ish feet away from you because you were kind of heading to the side corner of the palace, yeah. So, uh, sorry, Varys, what was your initiative? My initiative was eight. Eight. Eight, yeah, I'm probably going last. Uh, you're certainly looking down there. E-Rock coming in with a respectable 16. Uh, okay, my uh, tracker set up. In fact, I should probably actually bother to open uh, E-Rock's character sheet. You know, that'd be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I just thought you'd all die so quickly he wouldn't even get a turn, but... <laughs> well, he's, he's, already, he's around the corner, isn't he? Yeah, he's like at the corner. He successfully got yeah. there, but I mean, he's seeing what's about to unfold, and it, he's not about to abandon you, at least at the moment. Hmm. At least, yeah, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first engagement we've had with him, so we shall see. Yeah, he he doesn't know the uh, the powers of Varus. Maybe he's about to be impressed. We shall see. But uh, Rogar, with an 18, you're up first. Okay, so I I obviously didn't hear him fall over, I'm guessing. Nope, definitely not. You're way too far away for that. Yeah. So I, I think we discussed this off pod, but you're at least 600 plus feet away, like 650. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So there's not really much I can do from here. Yeah, um, I mean, you can just hold your turn. I mean, for you, this is six seconds. So if you're still pondering whether to climb up or other thoughts that may have entered your head. What's what's entered Rogar's head is, holy shit! Why don't I just dimension door into the vault? So that's something worth trying. So I'm going to head back towards the vault. So you're gonna just go back in the building? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think when we described out the first time, it probably it took you around 40 minutes to get back to that door. But obviously, you were searching for this door. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say you could get back to the vault going straight there. 10 minutes. Okay. But that'd probably be the end of your disguise self. So you get back to the vault and then it would end. But obviously, that's 10 minutes. There's a lot of rounds. <laughs> <sighs> well, I suppose I would be heading that way anyway. Do you have yeah. to get to the vault to use Dimension Door? Do you just have to be in range? I have to be within 500 feet of the vault and I have to be able to see it. Right. I don't. Know I, don't see, I don't believe you have to see it for Dimension Door. Could I Dimension Door to into the vault then? From it here? is within five hundred feet. Yes, yeah. roughly. Yeah, it would be uh, within five hundred feet. My, my, my only worry is that if I Dimension Door into there, can I Dimension Door out? And the answer well, is no, because I have to wait a day, don't I? <laughs> yeah, you can get out in a day. Because <laughs> I get one use of it per day. 
uh, <laughs> well, I think that's what that's what Rogo would be thinking. Rogo would be thinking, well, why don't I just get in there? And but I'd need, to, I'd want to be able to let Varys know, you know, that that that's that's the plan that I've got. Oh. So what are you doing? Uh, well, yeah, my, my my thinking is, can I carry meat into the room with me or not? Yeah, Dimension Door lets you take someone of your size or smaller with you. Um, see, as far as Rogar knows, you're hidden. It's true. That's true, you don't know. We, like I said, there's no way of me getting a message to you, because I don't have the... Um, and there's no way spell. of me getting a message to you. Well, mm. even if... We, I, I do have a message, but it's 120 feet. Yeah. Mm. This thing's 650 feet. Um, is there any way of, like, putting your... Like, if you cast Dimension Door, mm -hmm. stick your head in... And then meat runs in, or and I come back out, or not? No, it's not like a held portal. It's like a you instantly transition yourself through a shimmering door of energy. Like it's like as you cast it, it covers you type thing. I'm really sorry, Varys. Do it. Um, it's all right. Yeah, I've dimension door and into the fucking uh, into the uh, the bolt itself. Okay. So with me. With me, yeah. So he's on your shoulder at the moment. Yeah. You pull out Eclipse, and you do what you've done previously, where you sort of swing it around to cast a spell. Yep. Uh, you feel your body begin to shimmer and fade, as it normally would do. Yeah. And then you feel intense pain. Oh. As, for a brief moment, you almost feel like you've slammed into a physical wall, and then the spell fails, and you take... 16 points of force damage. Shit the bed. As does meat. Oh, that's, that's just insult to injury. <laughs> right, so that didn't work then. Nope, spell failed, spell used. What happened? I completely blanked out then. Uh, basically, the big force field that I now I assume I was right in thinking stopped me from seeing if the idol was in there. You know, using my uh, detect object. Yeah. Uh, stop me from teleporting into it. Oh, wonderful. So I basically smashed into a force field and came back on the other side. All oh, right. So are you back where you were started? Yes. Oh. <laughs> and that is the end of my turn. Shit. <laughs> and those reanimated guards are giving you a funny look. And oh, it is dear. their turn. Now, you still look like a shadow skeleton, and these guys are fucking dumb. And you yes. didn't and you weren't aggressive, so what I'm gonna do is I'm a I'm a roll or something, and we're gonna see what happens. Crap. <laughs> you might be going loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of them gives yeah. no shits. Yeah. The other one starts walking towards you. Oh fuck. Okay. Um I assume you weren't stood like directly in front of them when you did this, but they definitely no think something is a bit amiss here and he's starting okay. to come towards you but okay. that's all he can do for the moment on the other side of the building however <laughs> so let's have a look what these guys can do they are both hmm, there's so many fun things okay I, I think I'm gonna gonna go gonna go simple with this one they're both gonna walk forward um, 40 feet so they're now 20 feet away from you, Varys. Okay. And both of them are going to reach down to their waist and pull up that nasty-looking crossbow you saw earlier. Oh, yeah. And they're going to take some attacks at you. Oh, wonderful. 
And the first one is going to shoot at you. Oh my god, natural 20. Yeah. Oh god. Well, do I... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to cast shield. Doesn't matter. Oh yeah, because you've got a modifier, aren't you, clearly? No, it's natural 20, so it's an automatic hit. Oh, right, shit. Right, no, man. <laughs> oh Basically, my god. Oh my god. I rolled a 9 and a 10 on it. 2d10s. Oh, Wonderful. Jesus. 19 Plus, points of damage. No, 21 points of damage. Uh, that was not as bad funny enough as I think it was going to be. And then you watch as his crossbow is slightly fancier than a regular one. And yeah. another bolt automatically loads into it. And he takes a second shot. Oh, shit. Oh, it's got auto-reload. It is an automatic crossbow. Uh, his second one does go wide, though. Oh, thank fuck for that. Uh, the second one, however, is going to take two shots at you with the same sort of crossbow. First one, that's a massive miss. I assume a, uh, assume a 14 doesn't hit, so... Yeah, that's a miss. And how does a 17 do you? It's a miss. 17's a miss? God 17's damn you. a miss. God damn you fucking tanky bastards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's their two shots at you, and now they're staring aggressively at you. You watch, they've got this horrifying looking form where it's like part ghoul, like enough that you can still recognize it, but mm. their ghoulish flesh has even just rotted away in parts. You can see mechanical tubes and like cogs and gears like underneath the skin moving around. These things are just like walking meat puppets. They're more construct than undead. They just look horrifying. More like Terminator sort of things. Yeah, they're like barely ghouls anymore. But that was their turn. Uh, and it's now Erok's turn. What's my boy Erok gonna do? Erok. Erok. Run out the wind. Yeah, he's... I feel like, he, oh, does he run in? He can do way better if he runs in. How much does he care about Varus? This is, it. This, is, this is the question we're asking. He's only just met me, so. Oh, you know what? You know what? Erok thought this. He was just gonna die here. He's had a second lease on life, thanks to you and Rogar saving him. Hmm. He might not be the most moral person. He's very. Well, the ghouls are an interesting lot, let's put it that way, but he's not just going to leave you in the lurch. Not immediately. Not while he's at full health and it's only two enemies. So he's going to run in and he's going to pull his glaive off his back and he's going to make three attacks on one of the ghouls. Oh, nice! So let's see how he does. First one... Sorry, see. First one, unfortunately, is a miss. Second one is a definite hit. And third one is also a hit. Let's uh, do some damage as Erok comes just wading in with this glaive. So that's 12 damage on the first one. Yep. And, ah, shitty damage on the second one, but uh, 5 damage. So, uh, yeah, nice bit of damage there. Nice. So 17 total damage. Cool. So my uh, reanimated raider number one is looking a little hurt. Mm. Now Erok is backing you up. Awesome. I'll say basically these two guys have approached you and they're pretty much just walking side by side and Erok has just lunged at this first one and just cleaved into him this glaive and you can just watch the fury in his swings because he is he is enraged by what they've done to his people, the people he led here he is going at these guys with almost reckless abandon hmm. and 
Varys, it is your turn. So, what are you doing? Right, Varys wants to make a quick perception check just to see if any more guards if, have, have been alerted to Bart. Obviously, it's, we've, we've attacked each other, essentially. So he wants to see if there's any more... Anything else that's taken notice? Uh, I would say at the moment, you don't notice anything. Like, looking around, the patrols aren't close enough to you to do anything, and these guys haven't set up any sort of signal or shout or anything yet. Right, in that case... In that case, then, because Varys is pissed. Um, Varys is going to cast... Varys knew as soon as he tripped, he knew that was it now. We're going to have to go loud. So, Varys is going to... You said the two guys are stood next to each other. Yeah, there is about uh, like a five-foot gap between them, so they're still right. like almost okay. side by side. And E-Rock is what, stood right in front of them, or...? Stood in front of one of them. He didn't put himself between both. Right, so there's no gap between them. No, but if you're thinking of casting a spell with an area effect, you can just not hit him. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cast Shatter. Okay, so oh, are you God. running right up next to one of them and casting Shatter to try to get both? To get both. Yeah, which one are you putting yourself next to, just for my knowledge? The one Erock attacked, or the other one? Uh, the the other one. Okay. So. So, you cast Shutter. Yeah, there you go. So, that would be DC 14, will sa- uh, con save for both of them. Okay, con save for both. So, first one I'm pretty certain is a fail, second one uh, succeeds. So. Right, so... Be... One fails, one succeeds. So one of them's half damaged and the one that's saved. But uh, we, we, we made the things, a creature made of... Oh, sorry, yeah. Creature made of inorganic materials such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on saving throw. Now we said about... Yeah, they, they rolled yeah. with disadvantage. The first one failed, second one passed. Right, no worries then. So one's so half the one damaged. that was already the one that was already hurt failed. The other one is still looking all right. Right, so it's three, um, three D8s of damage. Okay, roll your damage. So, so this nine and oof, nineteen. Uh, it's one lot of damage you roll. All oh, right, so just nine oh. then, just yeah. nine then. Okay, so one takes nine. And he he's... is looking reasonably hurt. You see, uh, you see some of those wires start uh, getting almost completely destroyed as the uh, wave of thunderous energy washes over them. You see some of these skin gets blown away. The other one kind of braces himself and he doesn't really seem that bothered by it, but uh, yeah, uh, that's something. Now, here's where things get interesting. Actually, you know what? Reading Shatter, it says a sudden loud ringing noise painfully intense erupts from a point of your choice within range. Yep. It doesn't say that that's like a massive range. So basically no. just these two guys in the sphere heard it. Yeah. Okay, that's yep. it. So Rogar doesn't know. Yeah, there's okay. no magical items that are not being worn also or carried. I don't know if it's done any damage to anything else in the area, but I don't think it did. Uh, not within this sphere, no. 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 Okay. No worries, so, uh, Rogar, back to your turn. You see uh, this one of these raiders are coming towards you, one of these ghoulish monstrosities, but he's not in range yet. Okay. Uh, and I'm guessing he's looking pretty, like, intense, I'm guessing. Yes, he seems concerned by things you're doing. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do get help. What's that? I'm going to, uh, 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 well, uh, actually, I need to clarify. Can I throw Meatbone or not? Um, not very far. He's pretty heavy. What's your, what you're trying to do here? Okay. Uh, 
we've, we've all seen Thor Ragnarok, yeah? Uh, yep. Yeah, so when Thor and Loki do get help, uh, I'll pretend like Meat Bone's hurt and then throw him at the guard who's coming towards me, like Thor throws Loki. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's my idea. Okay, okay. Um, I'd say if you want to hit the guard with Meat Bone, you're going to have to get closer to him because... If you want to try to sort of knock him over, like knock him prone or something, I'm guessing is your idea. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So what I want you to do, you're going to run up to the guard. So okay. you're now face to face with him, or about to be. Make yeah. me, make me a d20 just plus your strength. I'm going to treat it a bit like a, a uh, improvised weapon. That is a <laughs> 19 plus five, which is a 24. Jesus. 24. <laughs> Okay, you hurl Meatbone at this guy, and it crashes into him and knocks him prone. And Meatbone is lying on top of him at the moment. <laughs> um, okay, so having done that, um, I'm guessing the other construct isn't moving. Um, well, it's about to be his turn. He did just see you knock his friend down. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> That's a death wish. Oh god, it's so funny. Um <laughs> uh, and uh yeah, uh, uh <laughs> Well, I'm I'm, ho I'm hoping Meatbone's going to attack the guy he's on top of. Um, um, well, Meatbone's still pretending to be dead at the minute. Do you want him to actually risk his life? <laughs> eh, no, I'm quite happy for him to to continue, you know, not not risking his life. Um, well, does that count as an attack or not? Uh, no, but you've knocked him prone, so he's on his ass. Yeah, well, I was going to run up and stab him, but you can. No, I would say that took your action to do that. Okay. Uh, Unless you have a bonus action you can still take. Uh, I do have a bonus action. Mm -hmm. um, ooh, uh, um, is Drain Light a bonus action? Oh, from the uh, from, from Eclipse? Eclipse? I would have to look at Eclipse's sheet. I think it's an action. It's the top uh, of my head. I haven't written down whether it's an action or not. Uh, let me have a look. Eclipse. Uh, it is an action. Essentially, it's casting a spell, effectively. Uh, yeah, well, some spells are bonus action spells. Uh, this one isn't. That's, that's, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I was going to do is an action. Um, so, yeah, that'll, that'll have to be me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna stay quite close to Meatball now. Uh, you know, just in case. Okay. Well, it's the Raiders' turn. My uh, ghoulish monstrosities, and. Um, well, his friend just saw you knock him, his other friend, down. Yep. And he's not that dumb. <laughs> he's dumb, <laughs> but you attacked him. <laughs> I wouldn't class it as an attack. I kind of like... You threw a body on his face and knocked him on his ass. I think he's going to count that as an aggressive action. I it's think a joke. <laughs> ah, you see, that's the thing with Undead. They don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta know your audience, buddy. Gotta know your audience. <laughs> the show business. No, no hecklers though. So, um, his friend from 
I'd say about, let's say, also, let's keep it simple, also 60 feet away. He's just going to shoot you with his crossbow. Uh, so okay. let's, see, let's see how he does. First one, natural one. Yeah, Tell you. Gonna, yeah. Second one, natural 20. Ooh, Ooh I'm, uh, it's, it's, it's been a while since I've crit. It, it, it has, and you've got two already in short yeah. space of time. This is not good. So that's, uh, that'll be 13 points of damage. That's just slutty. <laughs> <laughs> and his friend is going to stand up using half his movement. And, ooh, let's see. What, Wait, is he strong enough to move me bone off him? Hmm. Me bone's a heavy man. Mibon is a heavy man. Mibon is a heavy man. You know what? I'll give I'll give that to you. I'll say it takes his action to shove Meatbone off him and stand up. Yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go with that. But he is stood in front of you, and he looks 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 a little angry. Take his head off. <laughs> Screw that! I'm gonna make a deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's those two on the other side of the palace. All right. Our. Uh, Ghoulish monstrosities just got a got an earful of damage from you, and the other one got stabbed up, so he's not happy. So the one who got stabbed up, what's he gonna do? <laughs> the one who got stabbed up, you watch as part of his chest cavity opens up. You see his rib cage is on um, almost like mechanical structure, where it kind of flips open, and you see a. That kind of looks like a small hose. Oh, shit. And I want both you and Erok to make me a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. Oh, great. Here we go. This is one of my worst, my worst things. Yeah, Erok's is all right, so let's see how he does. Six. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. E Erok also got a six. Oh, God. So, uh... You watch as a cone of fire shoots out of this flamethrower inside the creature and washes over you both for, ooh, let's say 13 points of fire damage. That was not nice. That was not nice. And his friend, what's his friend going to do? Hmm. His friend's going to do something very similar. Um, you watch as his chest cavity also opens up. Uh, but this one, you notice, it's got a similar kind of tube structure inside, but you notice this weird kind of green, almost like fumes coming off of it, as he unleashes on you a cloud of pesticide. And I want both you and Erok to make me a constitution saving throw. Oh, great. However, Erok is immune to poison, so he's okay, actually. <laughs> Nine! Oh, joy. Um, right, so nine, that is a fail, as you watch as this poison cloud washes over you, and you start coughing and spluttering, and you're gonna take a bit of damage here, buddy. Yeah. You're also poisoned. Yeah. So you have the poison condition for... Ah, okay. So the poison, this cloud, is now just on top of both of you, and mm -hmm. while you're inside of it... You are poisoned. Right. How so, big is the cloud? Uh, it is 15 foot. Right. So it is covering both of you at the moment. Oh, and you took 10 points of poison damage. Okie dokie. Um, yes. Do you need uh, a recap on what poison does? Uh, please. 
not to worry. Poisoned. Poisoned creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. You're just having a grand old time. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Varus, Varus, Varus. Indeed. So, that was their turns. Erok! He is immune to poison, so he gives no fucks about this poison cloud. He is just going to try to stab up the one that set him on fire. Go on, Erok. And you know what? Again, he is just going to wail at this thing with his glaive, so let's see what he gets. Uh, first attack's a hit. Second attack is a miss. Third, third attack's a miss. Fuck, that's a better one. But, well, he hit once at least. He deals... He deals nine points of damage. So he goes in again with just slashing at this guy with just hatred burning in his eyes. You see him almost take this thing's arm clean off of the shoulder, but his glaive kind of gets stuck in the mechanics. He pulls it out as this spray of oil goes everywhere. And that is his turn. This guy is... This guy's looking a little hurt. He's not, not doing well. And Barris, you're up. Right. Um, I'm literally in the middle of this cloud then, so I need to move, was it 10 feet to get out of it? Uh, so it's 15 feet, but they did it like at the pair of you. You could circle around him and get out of it. I That's what I'm planning on doing. But it will so. put you in the threatened range of the other one if you want to get in between them, or you can try to go around the outside. I was thinking of going around the outside. Okay. So, so that would take me out, wouldn't it? Yep. Right, so what at that point now I'm going to dip, reach into my inventory and I'm going to use one of my applications of Keatone's ointment, which is 2d8 plus 2 HP, cures poison, cures disease. Oh, okay. So just roll 2d8s, isn't it? Mm-hmm. two. Crap, so that would be nine hit points of... Nine hit points. Yeah. You um, rub a bit of Keatone's ointment on yourself and as you're doing it, you start to cough and you cough up a nasty black chunk of spores as the oh, magic ejects the poison, the uh, the disease that you caught oh. in the mausoleum that was going to be taking effect very soon. Oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> you feel much better. Oh, thank for that, thankfully. And seeing that, spinning out, going, what the fuck? He uh, decides, do you know what? I'm going to do something else about these guys, and I'm going to action surge. Okay. And I noticed how well that spell worked last mm -hmm. time, so I'm going to do it again. Okay, you're going to go for a second shatter. I'm going to go for a second shatter on both of them. Cool. So, cast a spell. You go to shatter them again, and this sphere of just pure thunderous noise goes over both of them, and let's see if they save. First one saves. Second one also saves. Shit. <laughs> oh, well, so what was it? Two? Uh, 3d8. 3d8 halved. So there you go. Oh, Jesus. I'm rolling like the shit. Five points of damage for them both. Oh. Ooh, fun times. I am rolling like shit. You are. So the one that Erok has been wailing on is not in a good state, and your shatter, even though he kind of braces himself this time after being hit with it properly last time, you watch some of the um, gears actually completely crumble apart. He is barely hanging on, but you know, he's still in there. Uh, the other one is still looking pretty strong. And that is your turn. So, Rogar, top of the round. This uh, raider stood up in front of you. The other one shot at you. What are you doing? Um, so, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to take a swing at the one that's next to me. With it. So, you're burning a spell slot to use Eclipse, and you're going to start slashing it up? Yes, I am. He's going loud, lads. <laughs> I'm not necessarily loud. 
<laughs> now, technically, if Meatbone's there, am I flanking him or not? Uh, Meatbone is on his ass at the minute. Yeah. Well, if you're going to start, if you're going to start attacking, he'll stop pretending to be dead. But yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a uh, twenty-seven with sixteen slashing, and I'm going to stick a divine smite on the end of it as well. Okay, but do you remember these guys are? They are not undead. These guys are not undead. I was going to no. ask that. They are constructs. Two D eight. So that's thirty damage in total. It is indeed. So you. Uh, bring Eclipse around in just a brutal arc and you pump one of those divine smites into it and this just explosion of green energy rocks this creature and he almost stumbles down to one knee. He uh, took a nasty chunk of damage on that one. Yep, and uh, I'm going to take another swing at him and, uh, again. And 24 hits. Uh, 24 hits with 17 and you know what, I'll stick another divine because I want to get this armor. Go for another divine smite. First level again. It's only five. Is it four? So it's still 22. Yeah. Second one, you bring the sword back around, just trying to cleave him in half. Again, that just boom of divine energy goes off, and he is struggling, but he is just clinging on to life. I, pick, I picked up some potions last time out. Yep. Um, so I'm going to take one of those. Oh, which one? Um, I think I had superior, uh, superior and greater healing. You do. So I'll take a greater healing potion. Okay, roll it up. I haven't written that down. What is it? <laughs> uh, I think it's his 4d4 plus 4, but I will check if you want. For some reason, I can never remember. It is, yeah, 4d4 plus 4. 14. Cool. 14 points of healing as you quickly down that draft. Yep. Okay. Next turn. Uh, yeah, there is nothing more I can do. I've used bonus. Sucks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, what are my raiders going to do? The one that is right in front of you. You know what? I'd also like you to make me a dexterity saving throw as this thing's chest cavity opens and you see a single hose with a green dripping liquid that you notice burns the ground on the touch. Sprays right in your face. That's just not nice, is it? I rolled a, a 20. 20? <sighs> Well, lucky for you, you managed to dodge out the way, but you do still take a little bit of damage. A little okay. bit of damage. And this one only goes in a straight line, so he actually doesn't hit Meepo. Oh, uh, it would have been 10 acid damage, you take 5. Yeah, and I can remember my 10 HP this time. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> it does! <laughs> cool. Well, that was his turn. Uh, his friend... Eh, his friend's just going to shoot you. Okay. Why, uh, why break a habit? First one misses, second one, ah, misses. This guy is a shit shot. This is why they put him on, like, the light duty on the other side of the palace. He can't hit for shit. He is the stormtrooper of the courts. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's their turn. So, other side of the palace. Varys, hello. Hello again. Uh, let's see if they get their special abilities back first. First one does. Second shit. one doesn't. So, Mr. Flamethrower... Mr. Flamethrower. He is going to circle around the rock a little bit and blast you both with fire. Oh, wonderful. So dexterity saving throws, please. Ah. Oh. I'm gonna uh, die. E-Rock failed. So times for E-Rock. I got a ten. Also failed. I, I am having I'm having fun. Aren't you having fun? <laughs> <laughs> 
That would be um, 18 points of fire damage. Remember when I said these ones are built for combat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my poor buddy Yirok. He, uh, he got hurt there. Luckily, Yirok is built like a fucking tank, but he got hurt. Yeah, so did Varys. Eh, who cares about Varys? <laughs> as um, Yirok is kind of padding down the flames a little bit, he, uh, as it is now his turn... Well, actually, another raider is going to go before him, but he's going to kind of turn around to go, Varys! We should dispose of these and run. <sighs> I just I, I look at him and nod and go, that's the plan. Let's get this over. And the other one, in his silent mechanical way, is just going to attack you with one of those giant grabbing claws like the laborers have, but these ones look a bit more vicious. They're a bit more like sharpened, like they're intended to like rip and tear at flesh. Yeah. And his first attack, let's see if he hits. Who's he attacking? Uh, you, because oh, right, yeah. Erocks one breed fire on you both. This one's attacking you. Right, um, yeah. That would be a 21. Shield. Casting shield. Actually, wait. Sorry. I did the math wrong there. Oh. So 23. Yeah, still, still shield. Still, okay. hitting, still hitting shield. So, as this nasty looking claw comes just swinging round for your throat, just quick as possible shield magical flare of energy just buffers up in front of you and he watches the claw just scratches harmlessly at it and he's going to go for his second attack and i think i need a nat 20 or it doesn't hit second attack misses yeah no save yourself for one more round Varys. yeah erock my man erock what are you going to do you are going to go hard at this motherfucker with your glaive and try to put him down First attack, natural 20. Yeah, go on, E-Rock. You know what? I'm going to roll that one straight out so I don't forget. That is... Eh, not quite as much damage as it could have been, but not too bad. That is 15 points of damage. Oh, yes. Uh, so this this one, you watch as he actually severs one of those big, chunky, like tube-like wires and just starts spraying lighter fuel everywhere. It's almost like covering him entirely. And E-Rock's going for the second attack. Second attack misses. Third attack. Third attack, natural one. So, Mr. Flamethrower is still alive. And it is your turn, Barris. Show me what you got. Barris is thinking. He's in two minds. He's currently holding onto his ribs. He's really sore. He's contemplating whether he's going to heal or attack. And then he's noticed how... The lighter fluid sort of stuff is spraying. Can you tell where the lighter fluid's gone? Uh, it's gone like a little bit on the floor, a little bit on um, the reanimated. Varys is going to cast a cantrip. Okay. Um, he's seen that, he's thought, and he whispers in his head, well, out loud, he says it out loud, for Varadin. And he casts, he casts Firebolt at the lighter fluid. Okay, well, I'll say this. Um, roll to attack. Yep. Uh, we'll take your okay. damage, and I'll add an extra... Oh yeah, it's 2d10, isn't it? Yeah, but roll, roll, roll to hit first. Oh yeah. I'll set you to hit the lighter fluid as it's kind of like starting to pool on the floor. I'll set you as a AC of, let's say, 12. Okay. Oh, shut up. 11. Is that not plus anything for... No, you've got it to hit. 
You rolled an 11. You got uh, plus your intelligence modifier and plus your proficiency. Oh, right. Yeah, that'll be a hit then, definitely. Yeah, so that hits. Roll your damage and add an extra D whatever it is on Scorching Ray or Firebolt. That was Firebolt, Firebolt was it? Yeah, it was a cantrip Firebolt, so 2D10. Mm-hmm. 16. 16. You watch as that one is completely engulfed in flames and it begins to whir and stutter and starts to fall apart. But he has a little surprise just left for you. Oh, motherfucker. And I want you, Erok, and his friend all to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. As you watch as his flesh melts away and parts of the machinery falls over and you just see a small, like, ball-like structure in the middle. It seems to be a power core. It's going to explode. Oh, yes. Uh, Erok fails. Uh, his friend passes. You got a 13. That is good enough. Oof! So you'll take half damage, but Erok is taking this full amount. I'm probably going to die anyway. Does shield help or anything? Nope. Shit. 14 points of damage. Oh, great. But for you, half. So you take seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, passed. Erok, I right? have... I have lit. I've, by the way, just for the record, that's my cantrip, so I can actually attack as well. Okay. But, uh, does that count as a bonus action or is that my full action? Well, it's a bonus action, so your cantrip was an action and you're swinging with a bonus action. Right, I may as well, but I've only got one HP left, so. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! So take, take your one swing. I'm good. Well, Varys knows he's, he's not well. He cakes his sword. Takes it in two hands. It would be I'd have to. Would I have to drop my drop my shield or? To do yeah. it in two hands, yes, you'd have to drop your shield. Mm, but then if I reanimate, I'm going to be away from the shield, aren't I? Yeah, this is true. I think I'm going to die. Um, so I'm going to keep hold of it. But saying that, role playing, Varys doesn't know this happens, so fuck it. Varys drops his shield. Okay. Where he stands, grabs his uh, sword. Grabs his sword in two hands. Mm-hmm. And takes a swing, two-handed with. The Sword of Varadin. Attack. Fuck off. <laughs> Eight. Oh, dear. Eight. I don't think I have to tell you that's not good enough. Absolutely not. I'm fucking fuming. My poor, poor boy. That is the end of your turn. It is. And there is one raider staring at you angrily. Yeah. And we go back to the top of the round. Rogar, you got one heavily damaged ghoul raider in front of you. I do. Um, uh, um, uh, I've got... Oh, Rogar would attack it. What I was going to do. Um, I'll try and wipe it out. So, uh, it's a 23 with 14. 23, that is good enough. You divine smiting, or are you giving up on that uh, spell uh, slot burning? I'm going to give up on the spell slot burning for now, because uh, I'm noticing this one's pretty damaged, so I'm thinking that I might do it. Uh, it is, and with 14 damage, that does kill it. Yeah. <laughs> However, deck saved me, my friend. Yeah, as you also watch as this core gets exposed, as you cleave the top half of this thing's body completely apart, its upper torso slides to the ground, and That's you see 14. this... You see this core in the center, but with a 14, as it explodes, you stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, boy! 
but you're still taking some damage. Yeah. Just not quite as much as I would like to do to you. Would have been 19 points of damage. Shit. You take eight. Yay! <laughs> uh, excellent. So uh, I noticed the other the other guy. Is he? He's 60 feet away. Did you say? Yes. So I can't actually get to him and attack him. Oh, sorry. It's 10 points of damage, by the way. Not. I can't do math this late in the day, apparently. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, we'll bring it. Uh, it's okay. Um, so he's sixty feet away, so I can't actually get into range to attack. No, you can move towards him, but yeah, you can't. Uh, can't quite get there this time around. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna run towards him and shout, "Meet, let's go!" And uh, as we go to try and like get meat to his feet as well. Okay, is that your turn? Cool. Uh, yes. Uh, it's now the raider's turn. He sees you running towards him with your sword. Yep. He runs inside. Little bitch! <laughs> oh, fucking hell. He's not being a bitch, Rogar. I know what he's doing. <laughs> he's still a bitch for running. <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> We're not fucked. Don't worry. He might not be that smart, but they have orders. <laughs> but now to the other side. There is one raider left and a very hurt looking virus poor boy and yeah. this time you get attacked so this claw's coming for your head once more actually first things first does he get his uh, ability back doesn't lucky lucky you <laughs> so he's gonna just try stab you in the face first attack misses Fuse. second attack also misses Oof. <laughs> So there you go. That is the raiders done. And Erok, having seen the other one die, he's gonna come up behind this thing and flank it with you. And try uh, stab it up. With so, advantage. Yeah. So once again, three attacks. First one hits. Second one also hits. Third one also hits. So he does max damage basically. Nice. So, let's roll some dice. Let's kill this fucker. He does 28 points of slashing damage. Nice. As he just carves into this thing's back. You just watch this rotted, decayed ghoul flesh fall away as he goes to town on this motherfucker. And he's trying his level best to kill him, but he's still standing. But that's Erok's turn. Barris, go for you. Yep. Um, would it be my action to pick up my, my shield? Yes, to pick up a shield off the floor is your action. Right, and I can't use second wind as a bonus, can I? Yeah, second wind's a bonus action. Right, in that case, then I'm picking up my shield again. Okay, turtle mode. Yeah, going into turtle mode. Picking that up, and I am going to... Yeah, I'm going to use my second wind. Which, okay. Where is it? It's uh, 1d10 plus your fighter level, if I remember correctly. Fighter level is... Well, it's 7, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So 1d10 plus 7 it is... Ha! Huh. Oh, get off! The fates want you Eight. dead, Varus. They do. Um, next up, it's actually Meatbone. Uh, seeing that you're running towards him, Meatbone is going to stand up and start running with you, Rogar. Okay. But obviously, it used half his movement to stand up. Yes. So he doesn't get very far. Okay. Top of the round, Rogar, it is your turn. So he's just run inside. Yes, yeah, so he has moved at full speed inside and i'll tell you this for free he seemed to move very quickly yeah oh i know i'm not gonna be able to catch him 
Um, Whoever you're following. Well, yeah, that's, this is the question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, question, could I see anywhere around here like to, or that, could I see anywhere like that, you know, to hide around here? Hmm. If you want to take your action to look around. I don't want to take my actions. I'll say, like, from your immediate vicinity, just, like, glancing about, you don't see anywhere outside that's, like, a nice, easy place to hide. I mean, this is a pretty open courtyard that they patrol around. Okay. Um, right. This is going to be... This is going to... Uh, this is going to be dodgy. Okay. But it, it, it's my own fault. Um, <laughs> right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to run to, to where the two... Um, whatever you want to call them, uh, aberrations, monstrosities, whatever they were, mm-hmm. um, was stood, you know, yep. when they were stood guarding. Yep. And we're going to cast this guy's self for myself so that I was like one of them. So you look like one of them. Yes. And as and as I'm doing it, I'm going to tell Meat to drop. And to do what? To drop? To yeah, drop that? and play okay. dead again. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, and I'm going to stand there like, you know, like I'm one of them. Uh, and I'll, okay. I'll, 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 I'll burn the uh, the spell slot to do. Okay. Oh, uh, for, for for just just so you know, I burnt a second level spell slot to use Eclipse, so I've got two hours. Just two hours. So you must be running uh, almost running on dry there, Rogar. <laughs> you don't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> do do oh. do. So that was your turn. It's now the Raiders' turn. Rogar and Varus. Oh no. Both of you hear a low droning sound start to repeat over and over from inside the palace. You watch as lights seem to turn on in the upper levels that you did not explore, my friend. And that's what you hear right now. On the other side, I have one raider left, and he's gonna try keep up the attack on Mr. Turtle. Oh no. First off, let's see if he gets his thing back. Oh no. My poison what, what friend. Did, what did he hit? I rolled a six on his recharge. So oh. he has his pesticide back. Great. So I, he can only get you because E-Rock has stood behind him. And I want you to make me a constitution saving throw. Go on then. Off of oh save. god. <laughs> Whoa! Fail. How did this happen? <laughs> so a second cloud of poison sprays out on this side of him in a 15-foot cone as well. And you take eight points of poison damage and oh. you are currently poisoned. Alright, oh, great. But you're still standing. It's just. <laughs> how, are you, how are you alive? <laughs> well, who says you're alive long? Let's be honest here. <laughs> Next up then, Erok. He does not like this noise that's coming from inside the palace. He's gonna run. Uh, he's gonna try stab this thing down quickly, because this thing is looking at least a bit hurt now. So he's just gonna go to town on its back. First attack, even with advantage, misses. Second attack, also misses. Oh, God. Third attack. Holy fuck, this is like the worst set of rolls I've just done. I'll tell you outright, I got a one, a six, an eight, a seven, a five, and a six. Holy shit. Holy shit. He missed all three attacks with advantage. Fucking hell. Like, these things have reasonably decent armor, but not insane. And he has a pretty decent to hit. Like, fuck me, that was bad. Yeah, we need to set this fucker down now as well. Uh, 
yeah, Erok. Erok fails on that one. He's just you see him just actively frustrated as this um, mechanical construct is almost like turning around and fighting in both directions, like he's blocking with that claw hand and just getting uh, Erok's glaive all kind of tangled up, and you just can't find purchase anywhere. But Varys, it's your turn. What are you doing? Right, Varys has had enough, so I'll have to circle round again to get out of that cloud, aren't I? Before yep. I take any more damage. So would I still be would I be flanking if I get the suit if, if I get out of that? No, you won't actually. Right. Well, I can still I can I'm still within swords reach, aren't I? Yep, you can continue to kind of like circle this guy to get out of the poison cloud. Yeah, that is what I'm going to do. I have no I, I, I could heal, but. It, I'm not gonna. It's, I, we need to get rid of this guy. So, I'm going to attack him twice with the. Um, where am I? I've got I picked up the shield again, didn't I? Um, uh, you did actually. Yes. I'll. I'm just going to attack him straight up with Varadin twice. Okay. So. I don't know if we he, mentioned, but Varadin is the name of your sword. If people yeah, are Varadin. Confused. Yeah, Varadin <laughs> is now the name of my sword because Eldritch Knights bond to their weapons, and you name their weapon, and that's how. Yeah, that's how they get their ability. So yeah, Varadin, a 25 with 7 slashing damage. That is a hit, and you deal a nasty bit of damage as your uh, your personal Eldritch Knight sword slices into this thing's kind of like center cavity where it's got his ribcage open, and you do a nasty bit of damage. You see the cog starts to like try to turn around your blade, but you just smash them apart with just brute strength. But he's still standing. Yeah, and I'll just attack, hit him again. Okay. 23 with 4 slashing. Uh, you try to rip your sword out as nastily as you can. It does a little bit of damage, but he is still stood. He's very hurt, though. You're watching the gears are struggling to turn. His ribcage is, like, hanging a little bit off. He's not happy. Nope. And Varys literally, like, is keeling over pretty much now. Yep. Okay. So, this is where things are going to get interesting. Uh... Okay. Rogar, it's your turn. Yep. You're just gonna stay. You're gonna take up position and just stand there. Yeah, like, and, so, and uh, I'm gonna like survey around. So I'm looking for um, either like a like a like a bit of a hiding place or a escape route anywhere like in my vision. Okay, roll me a perception. Do I get advantage? Um, you're yeah. If you open your helmet, you'd have advantage. Uh, okay, I will do. Didn't know if I had it on. <laughs> I, th- I forget. But either way, you can lift the uh, plate up and you'd still get advantage. So it's fine. Okay. So spin direction, look around. Twelve. Twelve. So right in front of you, or at least a little distance away, like across the open area where the guys patrol, there's a large wall, which would be pretty difficult to scale over. You think maybe you could do it. It'd be very hard to do with carrying bone, but maybe individually you could both try to get over it. You have no idea what's on the other side. It's also a pretty far run from where you are. I'd probably say about almost 200 feet. You... Don't see other any patrols in your area at the moment, though that okay. uh, noise behind you looks a bit, well, sounds a bit horrifying. If you look to essentially your left, you can see the corner of the palace, which would lead to like the front area of the palace. Yep. Uh, you assume there's probably a gate, like a main gate on that side as well. Yep. And then that's the best you can do from here, though, with a 12. Okay. Okay. That is your turn. And now I need to check something else. Oh dear. Ooh. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> don't don't mind me. I'm just gonna 
read <laughs> something quickly. Just gotta read something and you're both fucked. Yep. <laughs> it sees straight through all magic. You yeah. don't come back from this death because... Because rules. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or we're all gonna come back as constructs. Uh, I don't... Well, I, I'm, what, would, would you say that I'm not already? Touché. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. So something happens. <laughs> and it is my Raider's turn. <laughs> oh god. It's 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 those memes all over, isn't it? It's, you you hear a dice roll. What was that? You don't need to know. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I think Varys has accepted his fate at the minute. <laughs> okay, Raider attack on Varys. But first off, does he get his poison back? No, sad times. <sighs> this might be a hit. Uh, how does a... Oh, the wrong one. How does a 25 do you? That'll be a hit, even with shield. Oh, God. Oh, it doesn't that... matter what you do, I'm dead. Oh, good to know. I've got one hit point. <laughs> uh, well, that is 10 points of bludgeoning damage as the claw tries to just grip onto your arm and you feel the muscles tear and rip apart and the blood starts to trickle down and Varys, you die, which means... I die. It's time for some fun. Indeed. Okay, Varys. <laughs> You know what? We'll do that in a moment. So, seeing you start to fade away, I'm going to just finish this guy's turn, and he's going to attack E-Rock afterwards. Yeah. So, he's going to swing, and he misses. Okay, it's fine. His turn's over with. Paris, you know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Wisdom Make saving throw! wisdom throw. saving throw. Hey! And your DC is currently 10, because you already failed once. Hey! <laughs> it's the first one you've popped! I got a 16! <laughs> <laughs> no memories for you! <laughs> no memories for me. So your form begins to disintegrate and darkness comes over you for a moment, but you steal your thoughts and it's almost like you begin to flicker in and out of the dreamlands for a moment hmm. and you're going to appear somewhere else. Now, we're in one of those interesting moments where I decide where you appear. I'm going to say you start to reform in a room. Oh. You are at 1 HP and you are not stunned because you passed your save. Right. Shit. But as you start to form, you hear those whispers once more. Those very unnerving voices that sound so much like your fallen comrades. Those who are lost to you. And that's the end of that for this moment. But you are in a room. It's a relatively old-looking, slightly decaying, reasonably large side room, like a small study, that sort of thing. Hmm. You take a guess that you have reformed inside the palace somewhere. Right. Can um, I... It's, it's Obviously, the battle's still going on. They're taking initiative or can... Yeah, so it is Erok's turn next. Right. So he is going to attempt to finish this guy off. Uh, first one, does that hit? Ooh, does hit. So his first attack hits, second attack misses, third attack hits. I think E-Rock is going to finish this guy off. Hey. Uh, yeah, that is definitely enough. 
So Erok kills that last raider, though you neither of you know this. And he has to make a deck save. Fails, so he's going to take some damage. Erok takes 22 points of fire damage. Shit. Erok is in a fair bit of pain. That hurt. It was a uh, sad times for Erok. But who knows? Maybe he's alive, maybe he's dead. Mm. Either of you two know. We don't. But that was Erok's turn. Varys, it's now your turn. Yeah. Uh, can I make a perception check to see if I can notice? Obviously, you said it's like an old sort of side room. Is if there's anything like any anything significant? If I can see anything like rel relates to um, the idol we're looking for, or anything like that. Um, I mean, I say it just looks like a basic study. It's very dusty. It's um, it's got a few chairs and tables, like a old desk that looks like it hasn't been used in a long time. But you can do a perception if you want to, like, try to listen out to see what's going on. You can hear that droning sound inside now, and it's even louder in here. And I'll say this, you just notice this now that they're activated. You can see flashing sigils on the corridor walls and on right. the walls of this room. They are what is making the noise. It seems nice. an alarm has been tripped. Perception. A nine. Nine. You can hear movement, but you have no idea where it's coming from. Right. Um, just trying to think if it's a good idea to pop my head out and see if I can see anything, or whether it would be better to hide and wait so it sounds a little bit quieter, like movement-wise. Okay. It's up to you. I might just quickly hide, just to let it die down a bit while I get... Well, obviously, I've just, I've just like sort of phased into the room. Mm -hmm. Sort of like where I'm a sort of thing, so it would make sense for Varys just to try hide, hide in the room. Try hiding, just hide. And Oil also, obviously, he's feeling a bit worse for wear. While he's hiding, can he use his last of his um, Keatone's ointment? Nope, you can do one or the other. You can either make a stealth check ah. to attempt to hide in the room, or you can use an object, which is your uh, magic item. Right, I'll hide in the room then. Okay, make me a stealth roll. I will. And it's a very important one. Fourteen. Okay. Fourteen. Hmm. That is Varys' turn. Meatbone is going to stay lying on the floor, pretending to be dead. Rogar, yep. you hear from somewhere nearby shattering windows from some of the higher levels. Okay. At the moment you don't see anything, but you can hear like psh, psh. right now you don't see anything. Oh fuck. And it is now the top of the round. I'm going to steal my resolve. I'm I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with the fact that I don't think, you know, I don't think these things are smart enough to see through my disguise, so I'm going to stay stuck. Okay. Okay. So, that's your turn. Yeah. Now it's time for something else. Oh, God. Varys, as you're hiding, hoping that it is a good enough little uh, bit of shadow that you've hidden yourself in, mm. you start to hear those little whispering voices get louder and louder. And you hear footsteps walking down the corridor. Quick footsteps, far quicker than you would normally expect. And as those voices get a little bit too loud, you kind of try to hold your breath. But you let out just the slightest oh, little cough as those footsteps stop outside the room. And you watch as the creature you saw that night loading bodies into the wagon walks into the room. Oh, fuck. Three tentacle 
like appendages that have taken over one arm are just sort of writhing there. And you finally get a good look at it. It's stood there in these tattered-looking robes, almost look like uh, wizard's robes or something. Maybe made up from a bunch of different ones that it's found. You get a good look at its face. And its face is horrifying. It's tall, too tall to really look normally human anymore. It has these long, thin legs, and it kind of ducks a little bit as it walks through the door. And it has this hood up that from behind you couldn't see anything, but now you see this face. It has no eyes. They're just empty sockets. You see part of its mouth looks almost human on the left-hand side, but the right is almost like a cut that curves all the way up past its cheekbone like in a half crescent. You see these gray, black, and purple blotches on its skin, like it's diseased or something, but it doesn't seem to be bothering it. It raises its left arm, this long, thin, just slightly deformed and elongated-looking arm that just doesn't look natural. And you think, even with its strange face, that you see a smile. Hello, everyone. My dear Varus, it's good to see you again. You, you know who I am? My dear boy, I remember you well. May I, may I ask where, fr- where from? My Varus is currently, like, sort of trying not to basically piss himself at this moment in time. Like, <laughs> he's, he's absolutely petrified. He's never seen anything like this in his life. He's like, where do you know me? F- where, do you, where do you know me from? let's you and I have a little talk and he's going to cast a spell on you oh wonderful (laughs) (sighs) this is going to be fucking horrifying isn't it quite probably yeah either that or he'll just cast command not quite he is going to raise his hand and just go stay still as he casts entangle on you as you watch these black and purple vines start to burst out of the ground and wrap around you. And I need you to make me a strength saving throw. 24. Guys. You start to fight off the uh, these vines that are growing over you, just desperately just ripping them off, almost in just a blind panic. And you see the creature just smiles and chuckles a little bit. <laughs> Still some fighting you left, I suppose. Most the pity. I was hoping to do this the easy way. What what, what are you trying to do? Varus doesn't know what Rogar's seen. <laughs> oh, I think you can be of some use. Just like you were the last time. I should thank you. We should all Thank you. And he raises that hand and pulls away a bit of the rope. And you see this bulkier upper torso that seems disproportionate to his lower half. And you see these faces pushing out of the skin, screaming and whispering and just muttering to themselves. And as he pulls the rope away, you hear it louder than ever before. Save us! Help us! We're so lost! Help us, Paris! Help us! Are those those my men? (laughs) What the hell have you done to them? 
And that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh, <laughs> oh that was ace. <laughs> well, I had fun. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, so, don't know if that went as you expected. No. No, no. Um... They were the opposite of how I expected. Yeah. <laughs> Varys, I was expecting Varys to fight. Well, he did die, but <laughs> I wasn't expecting him to take anyone down. Um, what originally my plan was going to be was if I got off a decent like it's like uh, initi- initiative sort of like role, which I never do, so I don't know why I thought of that. Um, <laughs> was I was going to make a perception check to see if there was any way I could see inside the main palace, and if there was, I was just going to basically double move every single move to get inside the palace mm. and head towards the throne room. I see. <laughs> that was my original plan, but that went to shit straight away. Well, now you're in a completely different predicament. <laughs> yeah, which one was yeah. better or worse? We don't know yet. <laughs> uh, I've got some answers, at least. Uh, some. But yes, uh, I hope everyone listening enjoyed. If you want to uh, get in touch with any of us, I am on Twitter at, at @treasonno. My players are there with their character names and GTMP at the end of it. We have a WordPress website, a Gunpowder Trees and No Plot. We have a Facebook group, Gunpowder Trees and No Plot. And all our episodes can be found on all major podcast providers. And you know what? Let's turn it over to uh, these two to say their own goodbyes. As usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice, as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art of Podcasting and the Lost Art of Wrestling Podcast. They're available on all good podcast providers, and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LAOW Podcast. And maybe one day you'll find me in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK, Europe for now. And you can also find me on those amazing podcasts, certainly more amazing than 90% of my roles today. But you can also. (laughs) 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 True that. Yeah, it's very true. But you can also find me on the UK RAD Live podcast. We are on all good, decent podcast catchers out there. But you can find us on Twitter at UK RAD Podcast. We're on Facebook. And you can also find my alter ego, Steve, on Twitter, usually uh, causing all sorts of tomfoolery with Rogar and the likes. And you can find him at Steve AOT GTMP. Hmm. Yeah. And once again, thank you all for joining us, everyone. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. Ta ta. See ya. Do you like Dungeons and Dragons? Of course you do. Do you like people with New Zealand accents? Of course you do again. Wake up, bucko. It's the fate of Iceland. We roll dice, laugh a lot, and tell a surprisingly compelling tale about a plucky group of weirdos. Hey, who are you calling a weirdo? Who gets swept up in a quest to quote-unquote save the world off Iceland. There's action, excitement, and there's a lot of apples. Seriously, there's way too many apples. It's uh, it got way out of proportion. Weird as my mother's top lip. On the Necropodicon Network. See you there. That'll do. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects that you heard within this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so make sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. 
Epic games need epic music.